Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe, a very deep Kabbalistic one. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called the Chazakta of Yisal Ish. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Monday of Parshas Pinchas, Yud Tes, Tammuz, the 19th day of the month of Tammuz in the year Tavshin, Chavches, 54 years ago. And the Rebbe went on to certify and edit this Chassidic discourse in honor of Yud Tes, Tammuz, the 19th day of the month of Tammuz, in the year Tavshin Memtes, 33 years ago. So the name of the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse in the Prophets, in, in Kings, where King David tells his son, King Solomon, You should be strong and you should be a man. Now the Rebbe says it's known what the, uh, the Rebbe Rashab said, a Hasidic discourse, um, in honor of the seventh day of the Bar Mitzvah celebration of his only son, the previous Rebbe, which took place in the year, in the year Tafresh Nun Gimel Yutes Tammuz, and it's interesting is because we know we have Shabbat Brachas after our wedding, but in, in, in certain uh, holy people, they do seven-day celebration after Bar Mitzvah as well. So this Hasidic discourse that the Rebbe Rashab said in honor of the celebration, the seven-day after Bar Mitzvah, which is actually, it's, it was part of a, a series of seven Hasidic discourses that the Rebbe Rashab said, and the first one was... The, uh, the Chassidic disc is called Tfilin, the Mori Alma, Tfilin of Hashem. What does it say inside? And he started to say it on Yud Beis Tammuz, the 12th day of the month of Tammuz, the day of the Bar Mitzvah of the previous Rebbe. So the, the, this Chassidic discourse is the name of the Chassidic discourse which he said on the 7th day of after the Bar Mitzvah. So he says like this, what's the connection with this verse, the Chazakta Ba'yis you should be strong and you should be a man with, with a bar mitzvah, and it's on a, on a literal sense, because if you look in the prophets, it's, it's a whole different story. It's not, it's not talking about a bar mitzvah over there. It's talking about, unfortunately, before you, King David was going to die, and he tells him, be strong, be a man, etc. So what's the connection of a bar mitzvah? So Jebus says, because it's known that what happens when someone becomes 13, that's when you become obligated to do the mitzvahs. And so what does that mean? You, why are you obligated to do the mitzvahs when you become 13? Because we know it says in the Torah, Ish. And that's when we know that you become a man. So since the verse says, because actually you should be strong and you should be a man, and we know on 13 you become a man, you have to be obligated to do the mitzvahs, that's a simple connection. So you ever ask one second, what are we saying? On the, when someone becomes 13, you become a Ish. You become a man. Why? Because the Torah says so. So it's a natural thing. When someone becomes 13, they become a man. So what, why are you saying, V'chazakta, you should be strong, and you should be a man? At 13, you become a man. That's question number one. Also, Jeremy says, we have to understand, what is the, what is the quality of someone that become 13 to become a, a person, a man? That means, in, in Hebrew, it's called, they become a bardas, they become someone of intellect, someone of logic, someone of understanding. Now, das, we know, Chabad is Chacham being a das, das is part of intellect. And especially like it's explained in the Chassidic Discourse, Eastern Medrash Chilm of that year, Tafresh Nun Gimel. That's one of the Chassidic Discourses that the, that the previous Shabbos said in honor of his Bar Mitzvah celebration. And it says over there clearly that the quality of someone that becomes a Bar Mitzvah is because then they receive the Etzem HaMoichin, the essence of intellect. So we see that Bar Mitzvah is associated, uh, age 13 is associated with intellect. So what is this whole idea that we call an Ish? And Ish, we know, is referring to Midas emotions. So what's the connection between emotions when it's supposed to be all about intellect? 
So the Rebbe goes on to explain, he says like this. In the part of the Chassidic Discourse, where the Rebbe Hashab explains, so he talks about the quality of Yosef HaTzadik, Joseph, over Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu. In other words, and he explains like this. The, when Yaakov, when he draws down godly energy, he draws it down to the world of Atzilut. We know those four worlds, Atzilus, Bri, Atzir, Asiya. So Yaakov draws down godly energy to the world of Atzilus. On the other hand, Yosef, Hatzadik, Yosef draw down godly energy further down to the world of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. That's what the Rebbe Roshab explains there. In other words, and Rebbe says, this that, a side note, this that in, the, in, the, in this Hasidic discourse, um, he speaks about the quality of Yosef over Yaakov, that Yaakov only brings down the energy into the world of Atzilus, and Yaakov, and Yosef brings it down to Bria Asiya, because the first name of the Baritzel boy is Yosef. So the reason why he did it was to awaken powerful uh, spiritual energies um, um, of the work of Yosef, of Yosef, the previous rabbi, to bring it down in this world. That's a side note. He's saying the reason why he's, he's, you know, he's talking about the quality of Yosef of Yaakov, because that was the first name of Yosef, the previous rabbi, to bring down those energies into him. Okay, now, but back to the point. So but there he speaks about the quality of Yosef over Yaakov. Now, in order to understand the tremendous quality of Yosef HaTzadik, so first he explains Yaakov, what Yaakov is spiritually. In other words, by knowing what Yaakov is, then we'll know Yosef is an edge of, is, is, is a step above it. And he explains like this. Based on a verse in the prophet, the prophet Nehemiah says as follows. Atahu Hashem levadecha. You are Hashem alone. And then it says as follows. At Asisa. Now, At is, is, is written without a hey. We pronounce it Atta, but it's written without a hey. At Asisa you made as a Shema in the heaven. The Atta and you, Machayas Kulam, give everything life force. That's the verse he brings. So there's three levels in the verse. Atta Hu Hashem Lavadecha, Atta Sisa, as a Shemayim, the Atta as Machayas Kulam. So and he explains as follows. The first level is Atta Hu Hashem Lavadecha. Atta is, um, is you, Hashem. God, uh, Hashem, God, alone. So, what is it referring to when the, when the verse says "Atu Hashem What levels are talking about? So, that's talking about. I'll say it in Hebrew. I'll translate it. Oir ein soif, the infinite light of before any contraction, before any concealment, before any symptom. Oir ein soif. So again, when the verse, the first part of the verse, when it says "Atu Hashem Labadecha," what is it referring to? It's referring to Oir ein soif, the infinite light before the symptom. In this level of the infinite light before the tzimtzum, he explains there's three levels there. Because like the verse says, Atta, Hu, and Hashem. What is the three levels of the infinite light before the tzimtzum? So the first level is Atta. What is Atta? Referring to the, and I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate Atzmus Hamor, the essence of the source of the light. So Atta is referring to the essence of the source of light, and this is again all before the tzimtzum. And, and, and it says clearly, Atta, on this powerful, before the symptom, the essence of the infinite light, says Atta you, why? Because when referring to the essence of the infinite light, the essence of the Moir, the source of light, that's all over. Because Asmus is all over. Because the fact is, and in a revealed way, because whoever used the example that says, Shem Shemayim, Meshachar everyone says Baruch Hashem, what are you referring to? The essence of the infinite light. So that's the first level, Atta, the essence of the infinite light, which is all over. 
Hu and Hashem, those two levels, is two levels already not in the Ma'ar, in the source of light, but two levels in the light. What's the two levels in the light? The Etzema'ar, the essence of the light. Hu, the essence, right? The essence of the light. And then, Havaya is referring to the expansion of the light. Yudkei the expansion of the light. Like he explains in, in, in detail in the Chassidic Discourse. So again, so recap, what are the three, what are we talking about? After Hu Hashem, we're doing the infinite light before the Tzimtzum. The first level is the essence of the source of the light. Then you have the essence of the light, and then you have the expansion of the light. On all these three levels, which is only still in the first level, he says, Labadecha. And as what means Labadecha alone? Because when you're dealing with the essence of the infinite light, and the source of the light, the light, and the expansion, there's nothing else other than Hashem. Because all the light that existed before the Tzimtzum, even a light that has some kind of connection with the world, Havaya, which is the expansion of light, is still part of Atzmusay, the essence of Hashem, and doesn't have its own, own existence. So again, to recap, what's the first level? The first level is referring to the light which is before the Tzimtzum. Three levels within that. The essence of the Ma'er, the essence of the Ma'er, the essence of the, of the source of light, the essence of the light, and then the expansion of light. And that is, like Deborah says, it's all over, because that's, that's, Hashem is all over the place. Now, that's level number one. What does the second part of the verse say? At You made the heaven. <clears throat> what is that referring to? Already Hashem is making the heaven. So that's the light, the way it becomes a source for creation of the world. At the light that's, that's connected to the world. That's the second level of light. And there, that's why it says, At Asisa. Like we said, that all At over here doesn't have a hay in it. It's lacking the hay. Why is the hay not there? Because the light, which is connected to the world, <clears throat> if the light before the Tzimtzum, you can't have a world. So, that, so, so, but once you have the light in order to come down to the world, you have to have a Tzimtzum. You have to have a concealment. You have to have a contraction. So, so part of the light got concealed and what happened you only well, only a short part came into the world and that's why he says to see so without the hay why because the fact that the light was able to be a source of light for this world a Shemayim, so it happened what because there's something missing and that's why the hay was taken away again so the second level is the light where it's a source for the world, which basically, you know, is you have to have the symptoms. So it's not the same light as before the symptom. And that's why actually the at is lacking a hey, and it says at. That's the second level. What's the third level? The at is kulam. You give life to everything. What is that referring to? That's referring to already, which you know, which is called the kav, which is basically the line of light that comes in. And through the kav, that's how the worlds have, have, have energy. So the kav is so, the source for the energy, the highest, the life force in the worlds after they're created. In other words, so you see that the kav has two components to it. The kav, which is the line, has two components. On one hand, it's a kav, which is basically a line, which is short, and it's, and it's contracted, obviously. But nevertheless, from this kav, which is short contraction, from the kav itself, you have the crea- creation of the existence of the world. And, but nevertheless, the light is br- it's bringing in a light from before the symptom. And because it's connected to before the symptom, that's how it's able to bring in light into this world. So the third level, again, is 
Atamachayas kulim referring to the kav. One hand, it's one on one hand, it's a, it's contracted, it's small, it's finite, but nevertheless, it's connected to the infinite, and that creates a, a perfect fusion to create the possible energy to 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 the world can exist. And based on the explains, that's why it says. This ato, and we're referring to the third ato, which is referring to the kav, the ato mechayas kulam. So over there, already you do have the hay. But the question is, what do you mean? By ato, Caesar Shemaim, the higher level, you took away the hay because it was a tzimtzum. Over here, you're putting back the hay. Why is that? And it's literally like just the, it's spelled the same way like the light from before the tzimtzum. Ato Hashem Lavadecha. And he explains very simple because this component of the kav that it gives life force to the world, how can it give life force to the world, is because in the Kav, you actually have the, the, the revelation of the light of before the Tzimtzum. So in other words, just to recap before we go for, forward, what Rebbe is saying is that there's three levels. There's a level of the light before the Tzimtzum, and in there was three levels, the this essence of the source of the light, the essence of the light and the expansion, then you have the, the second level where it's the light, which is a source of creation of already over there, the Tzimtzum took place, and that's why it's lacking the hay. And then you have the third level, which is the Kaab, which already is a Tzimtzum in there, but it's connected to the, to the light from, from, um, from before the Tzimtzum, and that's how it creates the energy in the world. Now, the Rebbe says, it's possible to say, this that he brings in the Chassidus discourse, <clears throat> that when he says the Atom Achayas Kulam, is referring to the the Kav, the third level. So he brings over there a, a, a language from the Tikkun Zoya. The Zoya says like this: I'll say it in Aramaic and I'll translate it. So this flow of energy is just like the soul that gives life force to the body. So the same thing also gives life for, it gives life force to the body. That's what he brings from the Zoya. So why does he bring the idea that it gives a life force to the body? He wants to bring out that when we say the Atta Machaya Kulam, so Machaya we know could be translated in many places in Chassidus, don't read Machaya that gives us energy, but it gives it, it creates everything. So he brings from the Zoyer to show us, don't translate the Atta Machaya Kulam that it's creating everything. But like the Zoyer says, Chayim Lagufa, you know, that's giving energy, it's giving... A, it's giving energy. Just like a soul give fuels the body, it doesn't create the body. The soul fuels the body, it doesn't create the body. The same thing also, the Kav does not create the world, it gives fuel to the world from obviously a higher source. And that's why the Kav is known as a Briach, a beam, Hatichoin. Like we know in the base Migdash, there was the middle beam that went from one side all the way to the other, went all the way around. The same thing also, the Kav is a Briach, Hatichoin, it goes, it, it, you know, it goes all the way from the highest level, Atahu Hashem Lavadecha, the Kav is connected to Hashem, which is before creating the heaven and the earth, earth together with Atasisa Shemayim by the Tzimtzum, and goes down into the world that even this world, which is created by the Tzimtzum, which is the Ata with the Atahay, what, ha- what we should have in this world is the revelation of the infinite light, the Bligval of before the Tzimtzum, Atahu Lavadecha. So you see that the Kav obviously has something very, very powerful because on one hand it's the Kav, it's a Tzimtzum, but nevertheless it's, created, it's connected to the highest level and brings in that highest level into this world. Now, so what do we see from here, Derba says, that through the Kav, which is the third, the third level we're talking about, we're able to draw in the Eirein Saif, the infinite light of before the Tzimtzum, but not only draw it in, we're able to draw it into this world. So therefore, the Rebbe says something very powerful. Obviously, 
the Kav has a has a, a quality and something superior to the light before the Tzimtzum. Think about it. The light before the Tzimtzum doesn't come into this world. What comes in this world? The Kav. Now, Kav on one hand, it's, 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 it has a Tzimtzum, it's a finite Kav, but it can bring that infinite light into this world. So you see it has something over the light of before the Tzimtzum that can bring that light into this world, in other words. And never explains. The light of before the Tzimtzum, so before Hashem made the Tzimtzum, that light was all over. What happened by the Tzimtzum? So the light of the before of the Tzimtzum went, went into hiding, so to speak. It got concealed. Now, the concealment that took place through the Tzimtzum affected also the infinite light. Now, it's even the light which is above having a connection to the world. What 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 did it affect? It didn't God forbid make that the light before the Tzimtzum is not infinite anymore. For sure, it's still infinite. The difference is it's concealed. What means it's concealed? It went back into its source, and it's not revealed in this world. Because before the Tzimtzum, the infinite light was all over, even in this world, but it was infinite. Once the Tzimtzum took place, so it doesn't shine here. What does that mean? It's not revealed here. So the infinite light before the Tzimtzum went into a concealed state in its source. And like it's explained in many, many places, in reference to the Oyur the, HaBligvul, the, the light which, is, which has no limit, the infinite light, the Tzimtzum does not contribute create a concealment on it. In other words, when we say it doesn't create a concealment, the light did not change. In other words, for the light of before the Tzimtzum is shining even in a revealed way, even in the place of the, of the, of the concealment. Because for the light of the of the infinite light from before, the, the light didn't change. Where was the change? The change was from the world perspective. Concealment perspective. That was created from the concealment. In other words, the, the, the symptom, the concealment affected that the infinite light should not be felt in this world. So the point is like this. Practically speaking, in this world, is the infinite light here? Sure it is. We don't see it. We don't see it, but the infinite light is here. So, so, but the fact is, it does not shine in this world. But through the Kav, through this, this light that came down this world, that infinite light, which we don't see, is actually in the world, in a revealed way. And the world can also feel its presence. So therefore, since the Kav has the power to accomplish something, that the that the infinite light does not accomplish on its own, because the infinite light on its own, we said, it's, 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 it's shining. We don't see it. Through the cob, we can have a connection to it. So obviously the cob has something, an ingredient, which is more powerful than the light of before the Tzimtzum. Even in the light of Bligvul. And like he explains in the Hasidic Discourse, that this that the cob is able to pierce the darkness and the contraction where does that come from? Because when, when, you, when you pierce something, it comes from gvura. It comes from strength, from power. Power to, to, to break, through, break through the shield. Well, how does the cop have the power to do it? Because the source, the shayrish, the source of the kav is even higher than the light of before the tzimtzum. So they're explaining like this. Yes, the kav has something more powerful, but where does it have the power? And the answer is doesn't, because the kav is actually coming from a higher source than this, from the uh, infinite light. What does that mean? Her explains like this. This that the light of before the Simpson cannot be revealed in the world that was created from the concealment because the light 
And the concealment is opposites. Light is revelation, concealment's opposites. So once you create concealment, light cannot shine in this world. But on the other hand, the Kav is coming from a, a, a place of the infinite, which is before the Tzimtzum. In Kabbalistic terms, the source of the Kav is a place called Tiferes Hanelim. Tiferes, which is a concealed a very, very high level. On that high level, and we know Tiferes, for example, there's Chesed and Gvur. Chesed is right, Gvur is left. Tiferes is the fusion, on a certain way to explain it. It's able to, they're able to blend the two. In order to blend the two, it's because it comes from a higher source. All the middle spheres will come from higher. The same thing also, Tiferes Hanelim is the highest level of Tiferes, which is before the light of the Tzimtzum, and Gakab is sourced over there. And over there, it includes, and it can actually, opposites can exist. What, what means the opposite exists? Revelation and concealment could exist there. So the Kav comes from a place that revelation and, exist, and, and concealment could, could, could exist. So based on this, Rebbe explains the three components in the verse. What, what, what are the three components? Atu Hashem Lovadecha, the first level, the light before the Simpson. Atu Hashem the way the light is a source for the creation of the world, or the concealment. V'yatu Mechayis Kulim is referring to the Kav. All these three start off with what, with, with which word? Atta. What is Atta referring to? The essence. The essence of essence. And it's referring to the three different levels of the revelation of the, es- of the essence. In other words, the first one, Atta, who Hashem Lavadecha, is referring to the revelation of the infinite light of Atmos. And we know that part is everywhere. And because there's no place that, that Hashem doesn't exist. So the first part is referring to the revelation of the essence of the infinite light, which is all over. All over. The second part is, is the revelation of the finite part of the infinite part of Hashem, the, the, the component that it's not able to give off light. That's also a quality of Atmos, that it cannot give off light. And, 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 and a deeper level is, on the level of is the fact that the that it exists from its on its own, and as we know that the creation of something, who can create something? Only something that has the power of So that's the second level, and what's the third level? The kulam is the revelation of the simplicity of the essence of Hashem which is not limited into revelation and concealment and therefore can unify both. So again, just to recap, what they were saying is there's three levels. They're all in revelation. The first revelation is the infinite part of Hashem, which is technically all over. The second part is the revelation of the concealment of Hashem. And the third part of the revelation is the simplicity where yes and no are the same thing. Revelation and concealment is all the same thing. So that's and the basis of the explains. That's why he says the Atom Mechayas Kulam. So on the third level it says ve'ata. If you notice an extra vav, not ata, it says ve'ata with extra vav. Why ve'ata with an extra vav? Because the vav is an expression of the revelation of the essence part of Hashem, which is in the middle, the middle, the the the, the middle one, which is referring to Tiferes. And like we explained before, right? Tiferes has the power that it can unify Chesed and Gvura. And like we know, it's brought another verse in, in the prophet that says, Hagadoil, which is referring to Chesed, Hagibar, which is Gvura, Vihanoira, so over there also you see that it uses the extra above when it's referring to Hanoira, which is referring to the idea of Chesed, Gvura, and Tiferes. Now, 
And again, so you see by the word Vahanoira is an extra vav. Why? Because in Tiferes, you have the revelation of the essence of the infinite part of Hashem, which is higher than the vision of this side, that side, etc., which is called, in Kabbalah, it's called El El Yoin, the, the God on high. And because it's, because it's connected the Atan so high, it has the power to unite both sides, Chesed and Gura. Now, based on this, Rebbe explains, this is also the explanation why Yaakov, we know that the Abbas is Avram, Chesed, Yitzchak, Gura, and Yaakov is Tiferes. And if you look, so Yaakov is Tiferes. Now, Yaakov is spelled Yud Ayin Kuveis. If you play around with the letters, it's the same letters as Yibaka. What does Yibaka mean? To pierce through. Tiferes has the power to pierce through, like the, the prophet says, Oz Yibaka Kashachare Recha. Then it's going to pierce through just like um, when the light comes on in the morning when it's dark. It pierces through the darkness. In other words, this that the light of the Kav is able to pierce through the darkness of the concealment and literally in the physical world which God has concealed, you're able to join the light of before the symptom. The reason is because the sources, like we learned from Tiferes Hanelem, which is the which is the idea of Yaakov. Now, <clears throat> so what we learned so powerfully, the three levels, the light of before the symptom, the light which is the source of the creation of the world, and then the Kav, which has the power to, to take from the highest down to the lowest, which we see it's already connected to the idea of Yaakov, which is the Ferris, which has the power to pierce through and connect the highest to the lowest. Now, Deborah says, we know, that the, this powerful Kav, that, bring, that the source is the Ferris and Elam, higher than the light of before the Tzimtzum, and it goes through the Tzimtzum, and it brings down the powerful light into this world, so the Kab only has the power to bring the light where? Into which world? The first world, the world of Atsilos. And like he, explained, like he explains in the Chesedic Discourse, this that Yaakov, like we already learned, Yaakov is the same letters as Yubaka, that he's able to pierce through, the Kab is able to pierce through, which is like compared to the middle beam, which goes from the beginning to the end, which is referring to the highest level, the highest level of heaven, until the highest level down below, in other words, to the highest level of heaven to down below is referring to down below till we're till the world of Atsilos. So the Kav only is able to pierce through till Atsilos. But that's not enough. We need a Kav to come down into Bri Yitzhia So in order for the Kav to come down into Bri Yitzhia Yaakov Zibaka, he pierces through to the world of Atsilos. How do we bring it down to the next three worlds? And the answer is that comes from Yosef Tzadik. Why? Because the Torah tells about Yosef Atzadik, the Yosef who Yosef was the ruler on the land. Because through Yosef Atzadik, you were able to bring down that powerful energy which only went to Latzilus with the power of Yaakov into the world, into Aretz, into the land, Bri, Yetzir, and Asiya. And that's why the Torah says clearly, Ela told us Yaakov Yosef. Who's the offspring of Yaakov Yosef? Why? Because Yosef takes the powerful energy that Yaakov started to bring the light of before Atzillus, before, before the infinite, before the, uh, the Tzimtzum, before the light, before the highest level, Tiferes and Elam, down to Atzillus, and Torlis Yaakov, Yosef takes those powerful relations that Yaakov brought into the world of Atzillus, and he brings it down into the world of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Like Jehovah says, this is the same idea we find the difference between the Avos, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, and Matan Torah. And we know that 
Yosef is connected to Matan Torah. What's Yosef is connected to Matan Torah? Because how do we receive this Torah? We receive it to Moshe Rabbeinu. And we know Moshe Rabbeinu, before he left Egypt, by Yikach Moshe, Yosef Imoy. Moshe took Yosef with him. So Moshe is connected to Torah, but who did he take? We took Yosef at Tzaddik. In other words, because when. Uh, so the difference between the Abba Yisrael and Siyakim, Matan Torah, Matan Torah is already Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Yosef, because the drawing down the godly energy by doing mitzvahs of the, of the Avais, we know they were holy, they did all the mitzvahs, but they were only able to draw down to the world of Atzillus. Avram Yitzchak brought out Silas. However, in Matan Torah, we had the power and the Chiddush, a new idea that we can bring down the revelation into the world of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, and Yosef, and Matan Torah, and Moshe made a connected idea of bringing it down into the world of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. Now, but the Rebbe says, to be clear, this is the Hasidic discourse says, that Yosef doesn't bring down straight from the top. He takes the revelation of Yaakov, that brought into the world of Atzila, he brings that down to Briyat So obviously, this that Yosef brings it down into Briyat Tziyah is because Yosef is the offspring of Yaakov. In other words, through Yosef, we're revealing the essence of Yaakov, of, which Yaakov, he says, the letters of Yubaka, where he pierced into the world of Atzilos. Because when Yaakov pierced through and brought the highest light through the Kav into the world of Atzilos, <clears throat> because the fact is, Yibaka y- doesn't really have limits. But through Yaakov, that he brought it down into, into the Atsilas, even though it technically only went to Atsilas, but it really, in the Atsilas, it, it had the energy and it had the ability that from there, Yosef was able to bring it down to the world of Briyat Now, so Yaakov was able, Yaakov accomplished it in a revealed way in the world of Atsilas in a potential way in Briyat but how is it revealed in a physical way into the world of Briyat that happened through Yosef HaTzadik. And Jarvis says, we'll understand this based on what it's known, that what's the reason why that the calf stops in Atzillus? Why does it stop in Atzillus? Why does it go further down? And the reason is they explain Kabbalah and explain like this. What's the purpose of the calf? The purpose of the Kav is that the infinite light should come down into this world, but in, in a way that we should be able to appreciate it. We should be able to connect to it. And in Kabbalah, it's called Bihislapsha. It should become personalized. The goal of the Kav is the light should be in this world in a personalized way. Now, in order for the light of the, the, the come down through the Kav in a personalized way, it can only come into something which is a vessel for godliness. In order to bring down through the Kav powerful light, you need a vessel for it. So in the world of Atsilos, Atsilos is godly. So godly world of Atsilos is a vessel for the light. But in order to bring down the light into the world of Briyat Siyasiya, it's not going to work because the world, is not a, the world is a concealment. It's not a vessel for the powerful light. So in order for it to come down into this world, it has to come from a higher place. And this Kav is already not as powerful. It has to come in from Oyer HaSoyvev. From the all-encompassing light, which that's what's Eirav Torah in general is referring to the light before the Tzimtzum, and in the, a light before the Tzimtzum. What is that called? It's called Eirav Legal, the infinite light, which is higher than the light that comes into the world. What's the reason? And the Rebbe explains like this: because when it comes to the Eirav Legal, the infinite light, so for the infinite light, as we learned before already, the Tzimtzum doesn't create a concealment. The infinite light didn't change. We, for us, it's a concealment. The infinite light didn't change. So the infinite light 
shines in a revealed way even after it's in all over. And even in the world of Bria and Sirasia, it's shining. But that's only from the light perspective. However, we don't feel it. But through that it comes through the Kav, from the light before the Tzimtzum, so then the Kav also comes in that way that it gets revealed into the world of Bria Tziyasiyah. So in other words like this, the Kav itself only compares through, to, to, compare, compares through that Tzilas because it needs something for a vessel for it. To go into Bria Tziyasiyah, it can't because there's no vessel for it. So when it draws in the light into the Kav from Oyerab Ligvul, so when then when it comes into this world, for the for the Ligvul, there's no, there's no concealment, and that's how it's able to come into this world. So based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully the difference between the, the piercing of Yaakov, which is the letters of Yibaka, and it's on its own, and also the piercing of Yaakov, which is also letters of Yibaka, the way it gets revealed through Yosef Atzadik. And it's in the world of Atzil, so it comes down to the world. Because the, the piercing of Yaakov, what is he, what is, what's the piercing of Yaakov? He's basically breaking all the boundaries of, of, of revelation and concealment by drawing down, like we learned before, from Tiferes Hanelam, which is not limited to uh, concealment or revelation. And therefore, he's able to bring down the light into, into the world um, that was created through the Simpson. So that's what happens on the first level. But the fact is, it broke, it broke the boundaries. But even though it came down, but there's still, you still have the boundaries and the limits of, of, the, of the revelation itself. In other words, there's a difference between the revelation of Soivev and the revelation of the way something gets enclosed into the world. Because if it's a revelation of Soivev, so then we know it's all over the same thing. That's why it's called Soivev. And on the other hand, when it's, when, it's, when it's limited, so then this has more, this has less. And, you, and therefore, it can only come into something which, which has a, it's a vessel to it. So because you're still dealing, even though he's breaking the boundaries, but there is still boundaries of, um, of, of revelation and concealment, so it can only go into the world of Atsilas where it's a receptacle for it. On the other hand, what happens through Yaakov when he gets enclosed into Yosef, so over there you break not only the, the, the boundaries of, of the uh, that it goes into into the world of Atsilas, but it actually breaks the boundaries of the revelation itself. That the revelation that beforehand could there was in the first level there, there's revelation here, but it's still concealed. We don't see it. The concealment still exists, but through Yosef the re, the revelation is 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 not limited, and it could be every single place. Through Yosef Atzadik, the power is that the, there's no there's no obstacle in the revelation, and therefore the revelation can be all over the place. So based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully why it says in the Chassidic discourse that the reason that the revelation in the world of Bria Yitzira Asiya is specifically through Yosef Atzadik. Why is that? Because Yosef in the chart of Kabbalah on the spheroids, Yosef is connected to which sphere? Your sphere of Yosoit which is the last level of the flow of energy. You know, because the Malchus is already a receiver. So the last one that brings out the end of the, all the flow of energy is Yosoit. And the Rebbe says the main pleasure, and I'm using the word in Hebrew, the main tainug, which is a deep level of pleasure, and the main simcha, the main joy, is when you have the end, at the end of the delivery. And like he explains at length in the Hasidic Discourse. 
<clears throat> so what he's saying is the reason why Yosef has the power to pierce through and bring down into Bria Tziyasiyah because Yosef is connected to Yosef and the main pleasure and the main joy happens through Yosef, the last energy that's an energy of, of giving. So therefore, since it's the last one, that one has the ultimate pleasure, Tainung and Simcha, so specifically, that's why only through Yosef are you able to bring it down to the world of Bria Tziyasiyah. That's what he says over there. So that is going to explain it. What does that mean? He says, one second, what are we saying? That the greatest Tainug and Simcha is at the end of the giving, which was in your sight. Why isn't there a, why isn't there a reason to say that there's Tainug and there's Simcha in the beginning of, of a delivery, in the middle of a delivery? What, why only at the end? There's all this Tainug and Simcha, Chachman Bin Adas, Chesed Gur Teferes, that's a Choyd. There's also Tainug and Simcha. Why are we saying that the main Tainug and Simcha is Dafka in your sight? I never explains like this. True, there is Tainug and there is Simcha, there is deep pleasure and there's happiness in Chachma, Binadas, in all the spheres, etc. But, the, the, but nevertheless, <clears throat> the quality in the Tainug and the Simcha, in the pleasure and the joy, which is at the last sphere of the spherioid, and again, to be careful, it's a very, very important point. When we're talking about the, the last point of the giving in Yisoyed, that doesn't mean the giver's giving it. There's no tithing in just giving it. The tithing is when you're giving it, but the receiver receives it in a good way. Because if you give and there's no one receiving it, there's not that much pleasure there. The pleasure is, let's say you have an idea and you have emotion, then you give it through Yisoyed. And there's no one there to receive it. Where's the tithing and the simcha? So the tining and the simple constant of the yisoid, the actual delivery, and there's a receiver on the other side accepting it as good and, and beautiful. Now, why is that? Because in yisoid, where you can look at the last part, you're actually delivering the goods, and because in the tining and the simcha of yisoid, you're actually reaching the essence, which is higher than any level of giving, and like. Practically speaking, what does that mean? Like we know the famous teaching that teaches us, you have an idea. So the idea you have, but then it goes through a whole process. Intellect, emotions, making it happen. And the end, oh, that's what I had in mind initially. So even though it's the end, but that's what you originally had in mind. And it was the end, the action at the end, that which is basically receiving, the one that receives what you were trying to give, that reaches the original intent, the original thought. Even higher than the the the, 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 the source of any any uh, any giving, so that's why Yisoid, which goes into Malchus Yisoid, which brings it down to this world, is the greatest simcha because it comes from the highest level, and therefore, through the tainig and the simcha, the pleasure and the joy, which comes at the end, the last part of the giving Yisoid, that finishes off breaking all the limits. And all the boundaries of the revelation, the hashpad, gilui, the hashpad, the revelation, and, because, and through that, you also have the revelation comes in a way of slapshus, which gets, which imper, per, internalized and personalized, which brings down the revelation of the kav even in the world of bria, yitzira, asia. So again, so you see clearly what Rabbi is explaining is very simple. The kav, on one hand, it only goes to atzilus. Yaakov could only break so far, and why? Because that's the proper vessel. But the fact is, through, through connecting to Yosef Atzadik, which means the last 
sphere, which is connected ultimately to the highest, you're able to pierce through, and 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 the the iron safe obligal is actually revealed literally physically in this world. So based on this, Rebbe explains something very very powerful and beautiful, and he says as follows. And that's why he continues on the Chassidic discipline, explaining based on what the Shalah Hakadosh says that Yaakov at, Yaakov at Tzadik is correspondent to the Tefillin Shabaroish, the Tefillin that we wear on our head. And Yosef is the tefillin that we wear in our hand. Why? Because by the through the tefillin that we wear in our head, we create the union, and, and tefillin actually comes from the word of, 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 of connection, ischabros, a connection. We create a union of the infinite light with this world, and by doing that, we bring in more light into Avaim, which is Chachman Bina, and Zerampa in the small face, which is referring to the six midos, Abatilos. So again, so you see that Yaakov is connected to Tfil Shoroish, which brings in light into the the uh, intellect and the emotions of the world of Atzilus. Through the film of, of the hand, you're able to bring down, not only to, you're able to bring it down into the into Malchus. And like it says in the, in the Torah, you should tie as a, 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 a sign on your hand, and Yadchas comes into word, Yad Ke, the weaker hand, and Yad Ke is referring to Malchus. So through the Tefillin Shalyad, which is connected to Yosef HaTzadik, we create the, the union of the infinite light and literally into, and, 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 and with, with the creation of, of crea- creation of the world. And that's why the Rebbe explains, and aside them, that's why the Tefillin Shalyash is called Pe'er, beauty. Why? Just like, for example, someone puts on a beautiful piece of jewelry. And the Tefillin Shalyad is called a garment. And others, why? Because Bri Yitzira Sira is garments. On the other hand, the ten spheres of Atzilus is called Tikkunim, and a Tikkun is like a Tachshit. So another side note, you see Tfilon Shoroish is connected more to the idea of Atzilus, Yaakov, and Tfilon Shoyad is connected to the world of Briyat Sira and, um, and the idea of Malchus. And that's why Yaakov is more connected to Tfilon Shoroish, Yosef is connected to Tfilon Shoyad, why? Because Yaakov is the, the, like we call him, the Briyach HaTichon. You know, so he's connecting the infinite light with this, with the creation, he goes all the way from the infinite to Attilus, and Yosef connects, like, and Yosef is actually called, in Torah, called Ben Poiris Yosef. And Poiris is the, the same uh, meaning as Teufer. To connect, he connects the infinite light with the creation, uh, the crea- creations of the creatures of this world. Shall we ask a simple question? One second. What did we just learn? That <coughs> Yaakov is connected to Phil Shorosh, Attilus. And Yosef is connected, and uh, the intellect and emotions, and Yosef is connected to Phil Shalyad, the world of Briyat Sirasi and Malchus. That's the case. In order to have the flow come down where? Into Briyat Sirasi, it has to go through Attilus first. So if that's the case, why are we putting on Phil Shalyad first? If Phil Shalyad represents Briyat Sirasi, Malchus, and this is Attilus, and the intellect, we should put on, we should put on Phil Shalyad first. And Gerber explains beautifully, and he says like this. Based on what it's known, that the mitzvahs of Hashem, Hashem gave us the commandments, that we do the mitzvahs, once you have the commandment of Hashem, and then the commandment once we do it. So the commandments once we do it are much higher than the mitzvah itself. Hashem gives you a mitzvah. Okay, it's, it's sitting. Once we do it, the mitzvah becomes real and it actually goes to a higher level. And take it a step further, the Rebbe adds, when it comes to the mitzvah of tefillin, it's even more so like that. Why? Because if you give a look at the tefillin of Hashem, what does it say in the tefillin of Hashem? 
It says like this, Omi Ka'amcha Yisrael, who is like the Jewish people, Goyechad Baritz, one nation of the world. In other words, in the Tfilm of Hashem, he's praising the Jewish people. So you see that in the Tfilm of Hashem, Hashem is making testimony. No, the mitzvahs of, of the Jewish people is what's powerful to me. So, and, and, and it specifically we see it when it comes to Tfilm. So in other words, so that's why we put on the Tfilm Shalyad first. Before we put on the, on the head. Why? Because the what does the your hand represent? The hand represents this world, Bria, Tsia, Sir, Malchus. Because the, the work is where in Kabbalah it's called Yichudatata, the lower level of union. Where's the lower level of union? It takes place in the world of Bria Tsiasia. So therefore the, the spiritual work of Yichudatata, the this world, reaches higher what we call Yehudah, the higher union of the world of Atsilas. And the but it's added through putting on tefillin, and it actually adds in the tefillin of Hashem, which we draw down the light of Atzilus tefillin shal roish into the tefillin shal yad, which is the world of Bria Atziyasiyah. How does that happen? It happens by us putting on tefillin, and how does it happen specifically? It happens when we put on the tefillin shal yad. Now, so what did we just learned that when we go ahead and do our mitzvahs in this world, we're actually elevating the mitzvahs of Hashem. Why is that? And Rebbe explains very simple. Because you know Hashem, before He created the world, before He wrote the Torah and everything, so what does it say? Yisrael Olu B'machshava. The thought of the Jewish people came into Hashem's thought, because the fact is, look in the Torah, it says, Dabro B'nei Yisrael. Obviously, a thought of the Jewish people exists before the, the, the Torah. Which is basically the essence of the thought of Hashem, higher than any revelation. Even higher than the revelation of Hashem is Chafetz Chesed, He wants to do kindness which is the source of all the revelation. Notice the source of the Jewish people comes from a much higher place. So therefore, our source is much higher. So when we do our spiritual work, means we do our mitzvahs in this world, we're actually elevating the mitzvahs of Hashem because the mitzvahs come from a lower place. It comes from revelation. We come from a higher place. We come from all of Machshava. Based on this, Rebbe explains another reason that we add in the tefillin of Hashem is specifically in the tefillin of, of, the, of the hand. Why? Because when we draw down the energy in Bria Yitzira Asi, which represents the tefillin of, of the hand, where are we reaching? We're actually reaching in the essence higher than Revelation, which is the Machshava Atzim, Yisrael Olu Machshava. So that's why the other explains why specifically put on tefillin Shiyad first. Because tefillin Shiyad, A, it's where the action is, but more importantly, the source is much higher. And based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully why the verse, why the verse, where you open up the Chassidic Discord, said, You should be strong and you should be a man. You know, he explains beautifully. What was the first question? 13, you become a man. What do you mean you should be a man? And Rebbe says, very simple. This, that when someone becomes 13, you become a man, that's nature. You become a man, 100%. That's, that's a gift from Hashem. Hashem made in the nature of the world that when you become 13, you become a human being, you become a man. Now, what did we learn? Where's the real quality? The real quality is when it comes from avoid us all when we do our work. So therefore the verse is instructing of Yeah, you're gonna be a man. Thirteen on the when the clock changes, you're thirteen years old. That's a gift from Hashem. But when you do your effort, and you put in your effort, that's a whole different level. So based on this Rebbe explains also why it says the the Yisa Leish, you should be a man. What we learn, Ish is referring to emotions. 
Even what was the second question? But the fact is, we become thirteen. It's all about intellect. So why are you saying emotions? And the answer is because the truth is, yes, intellect is higher than emotions. But the real quality, when we do our work, we reach the machshava atzmi, the essence of a thought. Yisrael al machshava. Where does that happen? That happens when we do the work of etzma moichim, which is higher emotions, but we bring it down into emotions. The goal is not to stay in the world of intellect, yeah, to go into the world of it, but bring it down into emotion. That's why the Zakhmi specifically, yeah, the avoid us moichim, but to bring it down into midos. Like, like we explained before, that the, what's the ultimate, what, is the, what does Yosef HaTzadik do? That he brings Gili, the revelation of Atzilus, which is higher than our, 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 our source into Bia. The goal is to bring the highest level down to the lowest level. I never finished over, he said he, wanted, he wants to connect, connect this with the spiritual work of the previous Rebbe, who was called Yosef HaTzadik, the Yosef of our generation. That the Chassidic discourse of, of this Chassidic discourse of Chazak of Yisraelish was said at the completion of his uh, Bar Mitzvah celebration, and what was his main work in this world was Yafutsu Ma'inasecha Chutza to spread out the teaching of Chassidus all over the world, like we're doing now, teaching Chassidus all over the world on the internet. That literally in the external world, the lowest of the lowest places, we should draw down. Besides the fact that we're bringing that the wellsprings, but literally the wellspring itself should be drawn down to the world. And by doing this work of spreading chsidus, spreading the wellsprings of chsidus all over the world, this is actually a preparation and a vessel for the, for, for the coming very, very soon and very, very quickly, the, the uh, Mashiach will come and will reveal himself and will have the ultimate gula, and then, God willing, our class will be next week in Yerushalayim, Ira Kodesh. So again, a beautiful, beautiful Hasidic discourse with a lot, a lot of heavy, heavy Kabbalah, with a lot, a lot of beautiful uh, lessons. And as you can see, we have the power, especially when we learn Hasidus, to connect to the most highest, highest places, but then bring that powerful energy into this world. And that comes through doing our Boidah. And let's hope and pray next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ir Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.